Welcome to The Chat with Jenny. This episode, I talked to the delightful Anne Rogers, a veteran of the travel industry. Being in this industry, we get to travel a lot with other industry people and make new friends. I met Anne and her husband, Barry, on a river cruise many years ago, and we've maintained a great friendship ever since. Now, you have to be patient with my chat with Anne as we indulge in our shared love of F1 racing. But I hope you enjoy getting to know Anne. Tell me what you're doing now. Well, you know, when, when we met, I owned a, um, a large successful travel agency, which I sold in, uh, at the end of 2017, which is a whole, you know, sort of story in itself. And I remained working at the agency um, for quite a while, really, until COVID came. Yeah. And then I resigned, and um, I was happy to do that. I thought, you know, retirement might be nice. But I did have a couple of clients who refused to let me hand them on to anybody else. Well, that's nice. <laughs> well, well it's, it is. It's kind of flattering, but it's also very difficult when you actually don't want to do the work. Because I think I might have told you that when I, when you own a business, you don't have, you don't have the luxury of hating the work. And what I found was after I sold the business, so I got rid of all of the things that I hated about owning a business, and I had this freedom, which I absolutely loved. And for a year, I just kept working and doing what I was doing, but without having to worry about all of the stuff that Mm. you have to worry about when you're the owner. But I realized after a year how much I actually hated the work. So I opted then to reduce my hours way back to just two days a week, which was enough for me to take care of these couple of clients that were rusted on and wouldn't go away. Um, 100% on my terms, two days a week, equivalent of wherever wherever and whenever I was. Um, I was hosting a couple of group tours a year, enjoying doing that. And honestly, I was loving that until COVID came, mm-hmm. which kind of put a stop to everything. Um, and obviously I resigned. Uh, because there was no work and the agency mm. couldn't afford to pay me. And now, we fast forward to now, of course, and everybody is just busier than they've ever been before. And I've found I've become a bit of a gun for hire. I've sort of become... And I'm designing and hosting some group tours and I'm doing those um, privately. I'm doing them for Ramsgate Travel, which I'm thrilled about. Um, I'm doing... Uh, a little bit of, um, oh, I don't know how you describe it, like just just stuff that needs to be done. And there are lots of agents out there who need work doing, and I'm not necessarily talking consulting work, but needing stuff done, but need someone to do it who obviously knows their way around the, the back end of a successful business. So you're helping out from that business yeah, side as yeah, well, yeah. right. And I'm enjoying that. So what are you liking most? Are you liking the touring or uh, escorting the tours or you? Or? I really like designing tours. Right. And I love, what I love to do with my tours is, you know, Barry and I travel yep. a lot. I mean, we're just rolling stones really. But we're travellers and we're not tourists really, we're travellers. And I like to immerse and I like to dive in and learn a lot about places and I come to know places mm. very well and I come to love them and I love to share. There's nothing I love more 
than sharing mm. that with people in that same fashion. And I've found that tour guests really love that. Mm. They, it's not, they're not necessarily brave enough or, or experienced enough yeah. to dive in and do it themselves, but very happy to follow someone like me. So you end up with a bit of a follow, which mm. is funny mm. in itself, but you do. Um, I never take more than 20 people. Because you and Barry travel so much, um, where do you go for holidays? Because, I mean, obviously you enjoy being with the people and with the group, but when you want to go away, where do you go? They're always busman's holidays, I can tell you that. Um, Do you know... What does that mean, busman? Busman's holidays, it's a a term for people who holiday doing what they normally do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's really how they are for us, to be honest with you. Um, We just came back from six weeks during which we spent 10 days in Brazil with a friend. Um, And, you know, as much as I love Brazil, it's probably not a place I'd ever go with a group. Mm. So that was a holiday holiday. Mm -hmm. A bit of beach, a bit of hanging around, eating and drinking with with friends. Mm. Um, I think... It's not so much the place for me, it's the style of travel. I love holidaying with other people. I think the experiences shared are always, mm. holidays shared with others are always more memorable and greater yep. than ones that you just have by yourself. Yep. My ideal holiday is probably a house in France um, for a few weeks. That's, we, we generally do that. And where in France do you um, go? Well, you you can point a pin and shut your eyes and point a pin and be very happy anywhere in France. Um, the place that we've been to most often is a village or a little town really called Uzes, which is not too far from Avignon in the south, and we love going there. Right. But okay. we've got to break that habit and go other places. <laughs> France is, is, is just gorgeous. It but I think, too, way. holidays are about often going back to the same place because you know the familiarity allows you to relax and it does, and explore it? a bit deeper yeah. so yeah i i tend to and be the same go oh we'll just go there we know we'll have a good time it's, it's, it's great so now some silly questions are you dog or cat person oh both um okay i've owned both um i miss my dog who passed away several years ago more than i can tell you i love my dog more than life itself I used to say to Barry, don't ever make me choose. (laughs) Um, So I would love to have a dog or a cat, um, both. I love both. And uh, go-to snack? You know, salt, salty, sweet. Oh, what's your, oh, what's God. your indulgence? I, I wish indulgence. I could an allergy to sweet stuff, <laughs> but I love savoury as well. And like most people, I'll, you know, have a have a bag of twisties and then look for some lollies, you know, and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. to go sweet savoury, sweet savoury, sweet savoury. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 A bit of both. Yeah. We wish I could develop an allergy to sweets. So yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, TV. Are you a TV or a movie person? Oh, not well. Love Neither? Well, there's nothing on free-to-air TV, so no, I don't think true. anybody could, could say they enjoy that. I have all of the streaming services. We have a deal with our kids and, you know, we, oh, yes. we, we share everything. <laughs> and there are some really good things on there. I write a list. I like books, you know, yeah, books to yeah, read, yeah. things to watch. So what are you watching at the moment? I just finished The Diplomat, which I oh, love. Yeah, I love that too. I loved it. I thought yeah. that was great. I love those ones where they're just sort of seven or eight episodes mm. because you, you, know, you can get through them quite quickly. Um, I'm watching now, I'm catching up with Emily in Paris. Ah, yes. But my favourite thing 
you strive to survive. And I... Did you know that that was my favourite as well? No, I didn't. I've become obsessed well, with F1 totally. because of it. In fact, we came, we went down to Melbourne for the GP. I'm, and you know most people, many year. people did. That's yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah, I follow them all on Instagram now. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. I've become obsessed. Me, me too. And, and we developed our favourite, you know, our favourite drivers, didn't we? You know, when we went from not knowing one from another and all at once we, we discovered we really Well, who is like, your favourite? Oh, I love Pierre Gasly. Oh. But I think Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Lewis Hamilton came out of that very well for me because I feel like he... I never liked him at all. I always thought he was a bit of a, a, a silly sort of show pony. But in fact, all he wants to do is drive the car and drive it well. That, and, and apart from all the fashion and the jewellery and all the rest of it, he really just is a no-fuss kind of guy. I, actually I, I absolutely adore them. And pe- I love watching the backstories and people like Pierre Gasly and Leclerc and those, where they they took you to their family, you know, and they showed the parents. And, you know, we've got to remember, these these boys have been doing this since our eight or nine. Oh, you know, in I know, I know. The sacrifices that the parents had to make mm. for that and and for the rest of their families, it's really something. And mm. some of them come from really quite humble backgrounds. Mm. And I, I'm just fascinated. I think yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, so that's what, that's my TV. But I also love movies. And where we live in Melbourne, we live, as you know, we live in the city. And we can be reading the paper and see that there's a movie on at the Kino Cinema and be sitting in a seat within five minutes. There's a back exit out of our apartment across the road to the Sofitel where there's a cinema. So we've watched more movies since we've been living in the city, I think, than we ever have because of that. So finally, um, have you got any words of wisdom or advice for... For young women who are, you know, maybe starting out in the travel industry or or trying to, you know, grow their career, you know, some... Uh, yeah, just, I do. you know, from experience of... Um, back yourself. Um, I see a lot, of, a lot of nervous, not nervousness, but I guess tentative sort of behaviour when, when sometimes you need to just plunge in and dive in. And I don't mean that in a silly way, in an ill-considered way, but I feel like you've got to back yourself and you've got to have a degree of confidence. Now, I'm naturally a very confident person. I don't know if you can acquire that. I don't know if you can increase your confidence. Mm. I don't don't know. I don't know whether it's something you're only born with. I really don't know because I've got it in abundance and I'm grateful for it. But I really... And I feel that if you are tentative you need to get yourself a mentor um, and even if you aren't you get yourself a mentor I, I think when I look back the most valuable assets I ever had were mentors along the way and some of those were in a like an official capacity people that I paid or organizations that I paid to belong to for that um, others were just people that I respected that I had a lot in common with. They're very rarely people around you. They're very rarely people in your own circle and I don't think that's a good idea. Mm. They're not necessarily people that you live with or or know well um, or even in the same business. In fact, I think it's sometimes a good idea if they're not. I actually do mentoring um, for the small business mentoring service and um, that's just a, a, a general business thing. And I enjoy doing that, but I do notice that younger people just don't seem to have, I don't 
listening. I hope you're encouraged by Anne as much as I have been with her knowledge and love of travel. If you haven't already subscribed or followed this podcast, The Chat with Jenny, Conversations with Women in Travel, then please do so from wherever you get your podcasts or from our website traveldaily.com.au The Chat. Then you'll know when the next episode is available. Episodes will be dropping weekly for the first season. I really hope you're enjoying getting to know some of these remarkable women in the travel industry. And if you get a chance, please leave a review. 